Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Happy eighth day of Christmas. Today we celebrate the holy name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's fitting that we get to celebrate this on this first day of the year. Although it may not seem like it, it actually has everything to do with Christmas. Because on Christmas, we celebrate God taking that human form. Today, as we celebrate him being named, this has been when he becomes one of us in the community. It is today that he is proclaimed as a member of the tribe of God's people, where their identity is placed on him. As the Reverend Jeremy Means Cots notes, he's no longer the Jesus over there. He's part of our family, our tribe, and our kin. But what is it about the name Jesus, or those three words in Jesus' name, that can cause such a reaction? What gives me the right to come in Jesus' name? The name comes, as you all well may know, from the Hebrew Joshua, not an uncommon name. It means Yahweh will save. While I don't think I've ever known a person named Jesus that pronounced it that way, it's in Latin America and other other cultures, the name Jesus pronounced Jesus, is not rare at all. Unfortunately, our culture, the name of Jesus, or Jesus Christ, is often saved for other uses. We certainly hear it in profanity, but many wars and battles and churches have also used the name of Jesus to cover up hate or exclusion or ignorance, and fear. So what is it about the name of Jesus or the phrase in Jesus' name that can invoke God's power and comfort for some, or it can be used as a weapon and causes anxiety and turmoil for someone else? I think it's fear. I've often heard, and I've quoted, The opposite of love is not hate, it is fear. And often when we're afraid, it means we've lost control or we're not secure in who we are or we're not really secure in our position even or with whom we identify with, with whom we identify. So if we identify with Jesus, we can always know where we stand with him because that will always, and I, it, I rarely say always, will include love and not fear and not hate. In the Numbers passage, the Lord says, you shall put my name on the Israelites. They weren't referred to as Godite, Godites or Yahwehites or even Lordites. Rather, God's name meant his identity would be put on these people of Israel, and he would bless them 
There was a lot of reason for there to be fear in the Israelite camp. Because of their rebellion, they had wandered in the wilderness some 40 years before they could enter the promised land. In the book of Numbers, we heard that short little blessing, our favorite part, but it records many of the adventures. But what it does is it shows how God continued to provide for even their basic needs. And our passage assures them that when they take his name, when they identify with him, they will be blessed. Danny Velasco, a former member of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, he died in 2015. He tells the story of going from a famous hair and makeup artist with his work as a major um, it, all of his work being in major fashion magazines. He goes from that to living on the streets in New York as a heroin addict. With every imaginable disease there was, when he first thought he was about to die, he remembered the voice of a woman in that choir who had said to him, the day you call on the Lord, he will set you free. Now, he was accustomed as a homeless person living on the street, people just passing him by or offering him constant advice or um, throwing out comments about how to better his life. So he mostly ignored them. Yet for some reason, this particular woman's voice stuck with him. And when he decided to listen to that voice, his life completely changed Unfortunately, and it is unfortunate, that stories like this get swept up into sensationalism. They narrow the focus of what a transformation or a transformed life should be looked like, and thereby these stories lose their power. But his transformation was real for however God called him to change after he called on the name of Jesus. Our psalmist from Psalm 8 proclaims, How majestic is your name, God's name, and all the earth. Then he ponders, he wrestles. I'm so glad we read that together because what is it, that, what is it about humans, Lord, that you care so much? Why would God bother? In our Philippians passage, Paul uses language from an ancient hymn that speaks of that true humility, namely the humility of Jesus, who was God, but came to the earth to identify as a human. He ends with that statement that the name of Jesus, every knee should bend, not just in heaven, but on earth. When thinking about the term to bend, you may have read it in your devotional over Advent, but the Reverend Dr. Scott Stoner likens it to the act of bending, to being flexible. He says when we're grounded in the simplicity of God's love, we are more flexible, more willing and open to hear a story or to listen to others or perhaps reconsider our own position and change when we need to. 
often in our services, we offer a slight bow when we when Jesus' name is mentioned, especially in the creed. This isn't just some magical moment or some curious superstition that we do, but it is in bowing and that becoming flexible. It's a sign of that reverence and respect and love when we hear the name of Jesus. As we, I know when we look at the world around us, it's difficult to imagine But can you imagine one day every knee bending and every tongue confessing that Jesus is Lord? The greatest of all is that we get to do that now because we know. We're invited to invoke the name of Jesus to find comfort and God's power in a time of need. Now, how God will accomplish, everyone knowing this, is yet to be witnessed. But because we know and so honor his name, I'm so I'm grateful we had this day to do that. At least for me, it's comforting, though, when others recognize Jesus. It's comforting for me that you showed up on New Year's Day to want to know something about Jesus. Even Mary, having a front row Holy Spirit experience in Jesus' conception and birth, she pondered all these things in her heart. When the shepherds showed up with their confirmation, she and Joseph and everybody who heard, they were amazed. They knew what had happened. They knew this baby was special. But to have it confirmed by complete strangers, they were mere shepherds. I can hardly wait for our response um, when the kings show up on Thursday night for our Epiphany service. Be sure to come back at 5 o'clock for the Epiphany service. If you've never been to one, or even if you have, please come as we celebrate that light. So on this eighth day of Christmas, the day when Jesus is taken into the temple to be circumcised, In all humility, he is identified as one of us and as part of the Jewish community who brought the story to us, which allows us to stand here and to all come in the name of Jesus. Amen.